there, folks. My name is Emily. My name is Elk. And this is Oh My Word, a podcast where we talk about books, movies, TV shows, etc., and tell you about the content. And I'm sorry, I have to go back and just say, Oh My Word, because that's sort of how I wanted to say it, but then that's not what my mouth did, but that's what my brain wanted. So then I just had to go back and say it that way. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm glad you got that out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just good to be like honest and truthful with yourself and with the audience. You know what I mean? Like I just had to live my truth in that moment. Okay. We might have to have a discussion about this afterward about some truths. Just don't bring them on the podcast. Keep them in the little corner I gave you in the bunker basement and just let them out there. Remember I told you you could color on the wall in that section? So you just just put it on your color wall and you just keep it there. Like the truth that I use peanut butter as lotion? Right? You said that that was a quiet truth. Right. (laughs) Yes. That is an excellent example. That is an excellent example. Okay. Yes. And uh, so now going back again. See, now now you're making me go back. So you weren't the only person who had to go back after we started the episode. Because going back, part of our discussing the content of things, right, is that we take these books and movies and musicals or whatever we're talking about and we put them through our very high-tech pearl-clutching ringer to figure out how many pearls are clutched over the consuming of this content. And we let you know about it because violence, language, romance, how many pearls am I going to clutch? Do I want to be clutching all those pearls? These pearls are precious to me. They're an heirloom from my great ancestors of many moons ago, <laughs> so I don't want to ruin them. So if there's going to be four pearls clutch, it's a scale of zero to four, four being the highest and zero being the bestest. So when we aim for zero, folks, zero is completely. Zero is also like the circular ovalness of a strand of pearls. And everything connects and the circle, no, Ellie's giving a look. <laughs> I mean, I understand that I use peanut butter as lotion, so maybe you can't really take my opinion seriously. <laughs> but that was a stretch. <sighs> you know, the point is, it's zero to four. <laughs> zero is good, and four is not good. And we're going to let you know, this has nothing to do, not this has nothing to do. We, we do try to discuss different kind of just, um, you know, larger points of of whatever's in the content, but it's not about whether or not something is good or not, because something can be good and have, like it can be well-made or well-acted or well-written and still have lots of pearl clutches. So pearls being clutched. So we want, we're just saying it more of like, here's information. You know, if this is, if it's not your thing to have lots of four pearl clutchings, then this might not be for you. And you have the information up front because especially with books, there's no way to know that unless someone tells it to you. So that's what we do. Public service that we do. You're welcome. Yes. Speaking of, hmm, let's see, public service. Okay, okay. Speaking of public service is that are done. So if in the movie that we're going to talk about, the main guy does a sort of public service, but also sort of a public disservice to his friend when he tells her how people perceive her. Oh, look who got a segue in. (laughs) So we are talking about The Duff on Netflix. It is a movie from 2015 starring Mae Whitman and Robbie Arnell. It is based on a book of the same name by Cody Keplinger. What Duff means is the 
designated ugly fat friend. So you have high school senior Bianca, who instigates a social pecking order revolution after finding out that she has been labeled the Duff by her prettier, more popular counterparts. And then it leads to, I mean, it's really romantic comedy, ultimately, but it's like, it's a romantic comedy and a, um, like a transformation movie, right? Taking the, the designated ugly fat friend. I mean, and she's not really ugly or fat, but compared yeah. to her friends, <laughs> yeah. which, which her guy friend, I just watched the movie and I can't remember the name. What's his name? I actually don't remember his name either. Wes, Wesley. Oh yeah, it's Wes. Wesley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wes, which is her friend Wes points out. She, he's like, the Duff doesn't actually have to be ugly or fat just compared to the other members of the group and it could be a group of girlfriends or a group of guy friends they're just the least attractive one which is like still not a nice thing to tell someone about themselves anyway so she finds out that that's how people look at her compared to her friends and then she unfriends her friends in a very funny scene and then and then she learns to be you know it's a whole transformation story we'll get into it more but let's go to our ratings quickly for violence we gave it a one for two reasons. Firstly, because there are a couple of punches that happen. Also because there is bullying that goes on, cyberbullying in particular, and bullying is not cool. And so it's within the realm of violence. So violence, but it's still, in terms of actual physical violence, very minor. And even in terms of the bullying, it causes things in the movie to happen, but it's not really like the central focus of the movie. So anyway, violence is a one. Language is a four. Because they say everything. Yeah. It's just how it is. It's a teen movie on Netflix, so they say everything, so it's a four. It's PG-13, but we all know what that means. And then romance is a 3.5, partially because it's a romantic comedy, so romance is a huge part of the story, but also because, as Netflix warns you when you start watching the movie, crude and sexual material throughout. And there is, indeed, crude and sexual material throughout, whether it's the penis drawn on the chalkboard or the inappropriate jokes made or the fake porno that happens in the mind of the two characters there's a lot of um crude and sexual material it's literally like they didn't know how to give the teenagers a joke that wasn't a crude joke it's like teenagers can also make funny jokes that are not like they have they joke with like yes teenagers are crude but like they do also make jokes that are not crude and it's like i don't think there was one well maybe there's one but like there's only one then like, there are no jokes that are not crude in, like, the whole film. You're just like, enough yeah. already. Yeah. By the so way, it wasn't, it wasn't made by Netflix. It, it, it has, it's getting a resurgence now because Netflix, I guess, acquired it. Uh, it's on the Netflix streaming now. Oh, right. It was Lionsgate and yes. CBS Films. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But it's on Netflix. So if you are so inclined, that is indeed the place. Yeah, if you haven't canceled it yet. Yeah. Right. That's what we always say. That's the comment. We never say Netflix if you haven't canceled it yet. Right. Yeah. It's also it's also important also because it's it's not be it, Bianca's friends are not the ones who call her the dove. It's just her next door neighbor guy friend who's supposed to be this like hot popular jock is the one who tells her like people only talk to you because they want to know about your friends. Right. They ask you like, oh, are they available? Right. Day whatever. It's because you. Like, we, not him specifically, but, like, we are the ones who made you a dove. Because when she calls her friends out about it, they, they I, don't, I think they're, they seem genuine and say, like, we don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Like, we're, we're, like, the three of us, we're all best friends. Like, what do you mean that you're not, like, on level with us? We're all on level. Like, they don't see her 
I mean, obviously the actress is also not exactly ugly or fat, but if, like they don't see her as being that. They just like we're all friends. They don't they don't see the difference, even though she right. still has like her whole meltdown. But so that's also like you know you have like the less popular person who still has like the hot friends, quote unquote. Like so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Actually, that's true. And when she first finds out that she's called that, she leaves her friend group without any discussion. And I kind of like the scene. It's cute because like. I've already deleted you on Facebook. Yeah, well, you're not on my MySpace anymore. Well, I'm unfollowing you on Twitter. And they go back and forth and all the social media sites. You better not follow me on Snapchat anymore. It was it was a um, funny but realistic look, especially at how, at how like, friend breakups and also real breakups happen today. Like, that's a thing. You know, when you break up with someone, it's not just, I'm never calling you again. You're off my phone. It's like, okay, let me get you off my all of my social media. It was, it was very... Um, I mean, the movie's already a little bit old in terms of social media, right? Because 2015 is already yeah, six Vine. years ago. And, yeah. Yeah. So things change, but it also, some of the social media stuff or like the way people relate to each other through phones instead of in person, I thought they got it right. Oh, that's what I was actually kind of rolling my eyes at some of this stuff. Like, okay, here we go with that for anything. Even though this is 2015, so you could say, oh, we've had six years of this. So kind of like, I'm over the joke. Like... If I would have seen it in 2015. But at the time. Right. But I've still, but I thought more original versus now. I'm like, come on, we all know that's the joke. So that's fine. I kind of took it differently. I was like, all right, let's get through this already. <laughs> but there is a lot of cliche, like, like a lot, a lot of cliche. But I guess now they're cliches, but a lot of cliches about the kids not functioning without their phones and they can't get their face out of their phone, which is true. I mean, it's only gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better. Yeah. So yeah, that is all true. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and also she's supposed to be making this deal with, like, her neighbor, her hot neighbor jock guy about, mm-hmm. um, okay, like, you know, you give, you help me with my makeover because you know all about girls because you're a player or whatever. And then all two to you, he was, like, failing one of the science, I think chemistry or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, chemistry, look at that. What a, how subtle. Mm-hmm. They're failing, quote, unquote, <laughs> chemistry, the guy who's a player. Anyways, so, um, you know, in exchange for this and all two to your chemistry so you can play on the football team and da 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 whatever. The whole film, okay, we haven't read the book, but the whole film is him, like, girls gotta do this, girls gotta do that, girls gotta do whatever, and we never see her tutor him. Like, I realized that, I was like, she gives him, him her notebook, you ever notice that? There's no chemistry, yeah. there's one time where they both get in the car, like, alright, let's go study chemistry, and then they end up at a rock, and like, talking like, this is my thinking spot. And it's right. never, like... They talk about it, but they don't show yeah, it. Yeah, we never yeah. actually see it, and it just... And eventually it's revealed that he's been re- like, okay, he gets, he does better chemistry, but because he was reading her notebook, but like, this is not a, this, is this an exchange? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, I think that's a, such a minor thing to be picking on, but like, it was just so like, um, so you don't really have to tutor, you just give him the notebook. Like, he can read the textbook. Like, what does he need? Like, where did you come into, like, you're not helpful in this equation. Yeah. I was wondering if Duff, is that something that the author came up with or is that like a term that exists in like among, I've never heard it before, but is I wonder if it's a thing that people actually use and then she just made a book about it or if she totally made it up and thereby probably created a huge problem in a lot of friend <laughs> groups. Well, I don't know. Do you know of anybody who's like that? Like you ever see any teen friend groups and you think, or even adult friend groups and you're like, well, I was the ugly one. That's the one I'm going to approach to find out about the pretty friends. Well, maybe I've been the ugly one 
Oh. It's like, you know, like when you're playing cards and it's like, if you don't know who the... Yeah, if it's not the suckers, it's you. Yeah. It's you. <laughs> you could almost see that... Like, so maybe, like, I'm wondering now, like, maybe this is like a social experiment that you made up. Because, like, if you see a group of guys, you'd probably think the one who was either, like, the less quote-unquote hot one or the less powerful looking one, you know, whatever, the money maker or this, that, whatever, maybe that guy who seems like a little bit more um, quiet or calm or whatever word you want to use for that might be more approachable. So mm-hmm. that is a thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean because he's not good looking. It just means just because he's not, a, anybody who's not a, exuding power is just seems more approachable. So whether that's right. power that comes from looks, you know, somebody who's, people are very, have very striking looks. They do, can be very intimidating to approach. Anybody who seems like a lot of something that's a good, well, good or not mm-hmm. good thing, you know, they're intimidating to approach. So I always go for the one who's not exuding as much to approach them. So right. I, I don't, I don't. I would have thought she made it up. Maybe she didn't. But, yeah, who knows? I'm, yeah, I, I have no idea. I just... Yeah. They also, like... Wonder. So, the punchline with everything, which is, like, uh, you know, after she goes through her makeover, and then she brings up their friend, and she goes, no, I miss my friends, we're just make up with each other, and da-da-da. And she kind of comes to the acceptance of, like, so I'm the weirdo, so I'm the whatever, but I'm just going to own it. You know, I'm going to own it, I'm going to mm-hmm. rock it. Which is good, you know, great, be you, you know? And then it's like, first of all, she still ends up with, like, the hot guy. Oh, spoiler alert. No, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. She still ends up with the hot guy. So it's like, you just... Right. And I think we had this also when we spoke about um, the beauty pageant one. What was it? Pumpkin? Dumpling. That's like, it's the same thing. That's like, well, they still ended up with the hot guy. So like, what do we like... So I mean, it's fine. You can have whatever thing you want. But yeah, she's trying to... She tells like the, the hot guy has his on again, off again girlfriend who's like this big power princess, you know, at the school who's always... She's part behind a lot of the cyberbullying and whatever. And um, she tells him, like, no, you know, he's not stupid. Everyone just thinks he's stupid because he hangs out with you. But, like, he says stupid stuff <laughs> when he's not hanging out with her. Like, they kind of, like, it's almost like they, certain times, like, he says stuff. And you're like, this guy is still, like, a popular guy with these words coming out of his mouth. that no one looked at him and just, like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, I don't think he's an idiot. But, like, they, I think certain lines, they went, like, a little bit too far with that character of, like, okay, he doesn't have to be mm-hmm. a chemistry genius. But, like. Chemistry genius, there's the pun again. What are they saying with chemistry? No, but he doesn't like that he really there's there's one or two moments that he has that it's like really stupid what he says. And then you're like, I can't root for him if he's gonna be such so dumb. <laughs> mm. Like I, now I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's like you, you, you can't convince me that he's gonna be that he's such an idiot, but also mm. not such an idiot, you know? Yeah. I can't remember anything along those lines that he said, but there was there was only one moment in the movie. Well, I shouldn't say one moment in the movie, but one of the things that happened, so People start bullying her and he comes over like to check on her and she punches him and he says, I deserve that. And I was like, no, you don't. You're literally coming over to tell her that you had nothing to do with this like video that went viral that everyone's making fun of her for. Oh, right. Yeah. So why is she punching you? (laughs) Like, yeah, if you got if you had sent the video out, which is what she thinks happened, then that's why she's punching you. But you didn't. So you don't deserve to be punched like yes you put her in the situation but you two were just having fun together and it wasn't yeah i thought that was she wanted him to stand up for her in the lunchroom or something right when she first like approached oh uh, was that what it was and then because he did and he said something stupid to her instead which also like is he really that much of an idiot to say something so stupid in that moment instead of like whatever it's not a big deal or ignore but he says something like absolutely stupid there so it's like, um, and like oh, okay, don't so call I missed something. No, it's really stupid. Like, <laughs> but it's like, um, so like, that's why she punches him. 
Well, okay, so maybe I missed something. So it does make a little bit more sense than I originally thought, but yeah, they. I guess my point doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> well, because she still punched him. So, like, why do you? That's like, true. We know punching is not the answer, but uh, yeah. Well, maybe sometimes it is, but <laughs> I do think you bring up an interesting point, though. In a lot of these movies, and like for teens or TV shows for teens or books for teens, where there's sort of a transformation where first of all like she already was like a like she didn't care she dressed how she wanted she did her own thing yeah so it, i mean i guess it happens with a lot of people you're living your way until people make fun of you for it and then you become self-conscious and you have to refine it so that's reasonable but you're right then they always end up with or very often end up with like the hot guy right or the hot girl instead of I don't know, like the nerd or being on their own or whatever other options there would be. So it's like still showing that there's a right way of doing things. Like if you do things this way, then you'll get the hot guy instead of if you act like yourself, you might get someone who's, I don't know, like why is the hot person the prize? Right. Well, there's also like a bazillion levels of beauty between like ugly and hot or like ugly and beautiful. And you could have like even a few levels removed from that can also just be a good looking person. So it's also like, yeah, yeah, it has to be like the popular hot person. Like that's, as if that's like realistic. And they also like, this one goes on and on. Like the senior year, she has to find love in her senior year. We're going to be so much love. It's going to be such a whatever. So like at that point, you're like, well, whatever love you find better be the person you're going to marry and live with for the next 75 years. Because you just put us through so much (laughs) drama. No matter your stupid love here. But then it's like, so in this one, they kind of have like the end of it. It's like, oh, we're going to be in colleges right next to each other, you know, close enough to each other. So we see each other all the time. But often they don't put in that line at the end of it. It's just like, oh, look, now we have so much love between us. You're like, yeah, and as soon as you guys go to college, you're going to break up. So we just have this whole drama for nothing. So, and it's all like, why do you put so much emphasis on that? Especially in the senior year. Like, like, no, if I don't have love before before senior year, I can't graduate as a teenager. If anything, you'd be like, like, this high school's done. I'm about to live my life and actually find real people or something, you know? I mean, not to diss whoever else in school, but like... You know, I actually lost my teenager status because I didn't find love in my (laughs) senior year. And I had... It was was weird. It was like the middle of the night, you know, knock on the door. There were uniformed officials there and they took my teenagerhood and I was officially an adult at 17. (laughs) It was was rough, rough. right? Um, You're having to graduate. Yeah. I had to get a job. I wasn't allowed to get student discounts at the movie theater anymore. (laughs) I had to start paying taxes. I just, I had to start doing adult things. It was like living in the 1930s when you went from being a child to an adult without a teenager year in between. Right. Yeah. It was. That was not like a, that was not like a thing, right? People were not teenagers until like, you don't have the category of teenagers. Until until like like the the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's awesome. But I get and you can't, because on the one hand, it's like, well, they're writing for teens, so of course they're going to have these different settings, and of course these are going to be there. We're just nitpicking it, but it's still like, even if you're going to do the setup for it, and you're going to do all this kind of stuff, you just hope, or you would like, or we would like, or I would like for the writer to at least, <laughs> I'll say this is very subjective, but I would, I would like the writer to at least stick in a line somewhere about like, you know, this is what I'm doing because everybody's doing it, or it felt like I had to do this for like, whatever reason it is, and just also validate that like it's not the be all to end all like or right. like you know i decided i'm just gonna after all this you know i just realized that i should just focus on my friends because these are gonna be the people who are gonna be with me and i want to keep up my friendship and blah blah whatever you know maybe you don't even turn to the 
Whatever. Like, even, right. you know, the focus is not just because now I have a new boyfriend and we're all going to whatever. You know, the focus could be like, I realize now I shouldn't doubt my friends. They're my people. I mean, whatever. Yeah. You do, which I guess people, like, they don't swoon over friendships. But <laughs> no, but it could it could be a different kind of story. It's Look, it's okay for there to be romantic comedies, but it's also good to be aware of the fact that all of us, but especially especially teenagers, are susceptible to the messages that are sent in movies. So the question is, like, what is the message that's sent? Then every teen movie, they have to find romance, right. and you have to transform yourself to, like, be good enough, or for at least the person to recognize you. To, like, I mean, because they're putting in message, like, they talk about cyberbullying, right? And it was, we talked about 2015, so probably relatively new, right? Like, the whole concept of cyberbullying, we know that it, that's a big deal and it has a totally different psychological effect on people than regular bullying so they are putting in messages so then the question is what other message are you putting in even if they're not doing it as consciously as maybe a message about cyberbullying because we're so used to the romantic comedy genre that we don't even maybe think about what it means anymore but it does mean something and the transformation story you know i mean people have a real problem with um greece Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Right? And how it's like a problematic, sexist thing because she has to transform herself, which I think you can make the argument that it's a musical and there's a flying car, so, like, probably we shouldn't take it too seriously. <laughs> but, like, if you are going to take it seriously, then you also take have to take seriously so many other movies that do the same thing. The person has to transform themselves to some extent, boy or girl, to get the guy or to get the girl. Yeah. But physical transformation, not not a not a self-transformation. Right. 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 That's not a real not like an actual reasonable transformation, which we all do have to go through if we Right. Like, oh, you're always thinking about yourself, thinking about somebody else, which like, yeah, that's a better person transformation. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I just have to say one more thing before we wrap up here. Oh yeah, totally. So much what is with the teen movies that so much of it happens in the hallways? Like this film, I think I'm gonna exaggerate, but probably the first twenty minutes are just shots of people walking down the hallway. Like no, is that just me? It's just like there's something about no. teen movies. It's always about the person walking down the hallway, freeze on them, give commentary, and then continue. That's a good point because when I was in high school, we had like six minute passing periods. You weren't hanging out in the hallways. You were getting your going to your locker, getting your books, going to next class. I mean, at lunch or break times, but like yeah. you weren't hanging out in the hallways. And nobody froze in the hallway to get digital information. All of a sudden, popping up about them. That never happened. Oh, that didn't happen at your school? It didn't. Did it happen in your school? Uh, just once, but there was like a glitch in the matrix. So they said, <laughs> they said we shouldn't worry about it too much. Oh, see? So, oh, okay. Oh, so I guess maybe it is realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, we had very different high school experiences. That's true. Which means now's probably a good time for us to go to the yearbooks and see what we could blackmail each other with in, if you can find my yearbook. But I know where you hid your yearbooks. So, I mean, do I? I don't know. I'm going to go, I'll be back soon, and uh, you do whatever you're doing. Saying goodbye to the lovely listeners? Oh, yes. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. And we'll see you next week when I have some dirt on out from high school. Oh, I mean, okay. uh, when we talk about other stuff. Yay! Cheers, peoples! <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Oh My Word Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed so you always get the latest episode, and please leave us a rating and a review. And please share the show with your friends. Also, follow us on Instagram at Oh My Word Podcast. There we post episode updates, our ratings for each book, and also our personal reading recommendations. Music for the show is by Tim Burke, 
editor is Emily Yaffe. We'll see you next week.